You're listening to Out of Bounds with Dota. Lose your eye. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome to the show. We are back on the After Dark edition of Out of Bounds. We are drinking beers instead of coffee. It feels right, doesn't it, John? More right up my alley, baby. I mean, <laughs> that coffee that morning, that was just tight. I don't have the energy, man. I mean, I'm bringing it like I always do, Dodo. You know I do that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Man, what? when you get some of this Sam Adams summer ale in me, baby. Well, let's let good things let, happen. Let's talk about it because we are very honest with ourselves when we critique our shows after we record them. We're just not at our best in the morning. No. Don't have the energy, no. coffee, espresso, not my style, whatever baby. it is. Not, not my style. Just uh, what we try to get in here and get the shows out for any new listeners who are out there. We uh, we try to do this once a week. Uh, in our look little, who's back! Look who I'm looking at right now! Look Hi who's guys. coming Steve in over here! Man. Hello, our man. resident lion Slappy's back. Michigan Gear's got Guess his Michigan gear back. on. I'm He's got ready. his Jordan back again. Ready for football? Uh, Filling yeah. in for Mark, who's that uh, deep, sexy voice. He's got. Mm. Mm. Are you gonna order a pizza <laughs> on the show again? <laughs> <laughs> he just went. Mm. <laughs> So uh, Mark's Mark's on a little mini vacation down in uh, oh, Sandusky. Shit, he's fucking cow tipping in Ohio. He never, oh. he never sent that pool pic you asked for. <laughs> oh no, uh, hell yeah. no! He wasn't I, gonna fucking do that because he knows I would have went after that. I shit. hope whatever pool he's in is filter trading oh, right now. It's filter trading. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man! Mark taking some uh, much much deserved time off to uh, spend time with family. So we'll get him back on the show uh, next week. He's he's gonna be listening to this on the way back. So we're gonna try to make him proud. Um, you know, I've I've uh, I've learned a lesson in customer service in the past week. I've had a really good week in customer service um, on the business side and as a customer. A lot of people who listen to the show know I DJ, so I, I run that uh, business. Uh, but just as a customer, I've just had really good experience. You know, I've hired a, a landscaper to help out around here. Did a great job, clean, on time, communicates well. Um, and I just felt like I had to let him know he did what, what a great job he did. How'd you let him know? Did you give him some loot? Absolutely. There you go. <laughs> Absolutely. That's how you got him when um, he talks, baby. But, it, but it's not just that, though. Like, I, I've learned. You know, I, I, I actually just DJed an event today. Couldn't have been the more nicer people uh, that I dealt with. You know, they, they communicate with me, paid me. You know, I show up at the door, and they're paying me before the party even starts, telling me what a great job uh, I did, how much fun they had. It's just you know, I think with with customer service, we are so quick to get on Twitter and Facebook and oh, on yeah. our group text when oh, we yeah. have a bad experience. Yeah, we don't reciprocate that enough on the other end when we have no. a really good experience. And I think that's just as important because, as much as people need to know when they're not living up to your expectation, they do need to know when they are when they're exceeding it. And I know we all have a different but never idea, happens. right? Very rarely. I do the same thing if someone does something good in anything. And I see it, and I, I always gotta let them know. I mean, if it is even if it's not a situation where it's a tip, it, you just gotta let them know if it's a good parent or you have a good kid. Yeah, like absolutely. The, like, uh, uh, just you gotta let people know when someone does good because no one wants to talk about good. They always want to talk about bad and bad news. Just like everything is bad, that's news. Good good news is not is not news. Right. But right. just for a quick thing, quick thing. When I was basketball camp, I haven't seen a friend of mine in a long time. His son comes up to my son at basketball camp. He probably hasn't seen him in three years. These are nine year olds. Mm-hmm. So he's six. How does he remember what my son looks like? Comes up to him, says hi to him. The next, my son comes home and says, "You know what this guy Philly? 
you know, he's and I'm like, Philly, he's there. He's like, yeah, he came up to me and said hi. And I'm like, really? <laughs> so I go the next day to pick up my son. He comes up to me and gives me a hug. <laughs> so what awesome. do I do? I call the parents. And I, I go, I know I haven't seen you guys in a couple of years, but I just want to let you know you're doing a fantastic job with your that's kids. That's awesome. You know, like, that's just amazing. It doesn't have You got to do that stuff, man, because that feels good. When it someone does. says you're a parent, good parent. Absolutely. Or you're doing a great job. On, on any level. Parent, you know, a good worker. A good, right. You know, what, whatever it is. Yeah. It feel, like, listen. Feels good. Money, money's great. But, you know, sometimes I think people tip out of the obligation of, oh, I should tip this person because it's a service. Yeah, because now you, but you the just words, get an okay job, you got to tip 20. Yeah, the like, words, yeah, exactly. And I know everybody has a different expectation of, of that service, but I just kudos to, to the people that I've, I've dealt with just this past week. Well, good job, Dona, man. Maybe it's I just, just they like you. Maybe. I mean, you know, I'm a really nice guy. Everybody likes you and, really you and Mark. Nice. Like, no one likes me. I'm the dick. <laughs> everybody hates Johnny. I don't know about that. <laughs> no. Everybody, everybody listens to the podcast. Like, oh yeah, yeah, Johnny, Johnny, yeah, yeah, the firecracker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why we keep inviting you back. We're yeah, trying to, thanks, we're trying to please, please our customers. Yeah, awesome, awesome. I, I see that you put that Emmy on and we're staring right at you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know how good you yeah. are. I'm, everybody contact. loves Dota. Even the Emmy Award loves. Eye you. contact. <laughs> I think it, it, it might have even turned on, on itself. I think I had it facing you. It might have just turned this oh, way. Oh my god. Maybe one day I'll have one of these, huh? Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, maybe that one be? day. Maybe one day. <laughs> Say cheese. Keep working. Keep working. We'll tell you what a good job you do. <laughs> hey, let's talk NBA because, uh, once again, NBA is still in the news cycle. I love it. Fire, baby. Fire. Basketball is my favorite sport. The association, live and well. Um, biggest news this coming out this week was uh, Rockets have finally locked up their Ooh. guy, Clint Capella, Man. five years, ninety million dollars. That took a long dollars. time. That took a long time. It came to the expense. It came to expense of the, what's his name, Mamute, whatever. Well, there's about that. Guy. They don't Mamute have Mamute, and uh, and they lost Trevor Ariza. Ariza that's so. because of Chris Paul. Okay, if they were to yeah. lose Capella, that w- that would have been oh, the yeah. worst been free done. agent, yeah. just unsigned. So you're happy. Right? You're happy with the signing. Well, I, I mean, you know, I, I like Golden State better than Houston, but for them, for that team, that's a great signing. That, Does this that make them player, relevant? There's nobody that plays like him anymore in the league, like Capella. He's so valuable. He's so valuable. For $18 million a year with yes. no, no jump shot? Yes. Guys are getting $40 million. You don't think he's valuable to, to, to the Houston for 18 Maybe. No jumper. He does everything that nobody does anymore. He's like a dream. Rebound. Dream sticks around the rim. Drop, drop down passes. Can you imagine him if the Lakers got him? If they didn't sign him, and, and I know Lakers, we were all kind of talking about that. We we like we liked him on the Lakers. Are you kidding yeah. me, dude? That guy well, does all the dirty work, plays defense, gets those tip dunks, gets you. He, he just he's a he's great. I, I love Capella for a team that stacked like that with with the with the stars. Does if you put Capella on the Pistons, he ain't gonna do shit, right? Say I think same thing with Draymond Green. You put him on the Pistons or a shitty team, they ain't gonna do nothing. But you put them with the stars, they're they're great players, and that was a great great pickup. Well, I think part of the the issue with Capella is there weren't a lot of guys knocking on the door for him. So it gave Houston this chance to take their time and not rush to get this. I don't know that he got everything he wanted. I mean, $18 million a year. Who am I to you – know, I, I am so tired of NBA players and NFL players bitching about not making enough money. Unbelievable. Like, it is, it is so unreal what they're bitching about. It's gone so far is that they're now they're trying to push it and want to be the highest paid at their position of all time and all this stuff. It's just it's it's crazy. Listen, if you're in that business, you want to get what the market is paying you. Sure. I Mar- understand. That. Market dictates a lot of that. But they are pushing it so far. Oh yeah. That it's out of it's out of control. They he just sees what other people are getting and he's like, "Well, I'm better than this guy. Why?" You well, know? who's Capella compared being compared well, to? Though? Saying, he's like a, a man a of, of his own. Like he a, is. He's in an area where he can get kind of anything really he, he uh, to, valuable to that team. 
well, what that team can afford. There's but, no market. You can't say like the highest paid in your position and do what you do is fifteen million. We're giving you eighteen. It's not. It's what you have available to your cap, which you can pay that player and how valuable he is. And I think he's super valuable to that team. The market value works for a good majority of the league. For specialty players like Capella, you have to get that number. You have to derive that number from a different kind of formula. And you know, at some point, it's what what, what is it worth to you? What is he worth to you? Um, Clint Capella probably not as good on any other team. No, I just said it right. So maybe he's that that systematic player that just works in Houston. So I could see why some guys are looking at like eighteen million. I think it's kind of steep. I think they're paying him a lot of money for his role. Who's you know he's like uh, well, Steve. You remember Coach Martin used to call it the the, the garbage play, oh, right? Yeah, the garbage yeah. points. Do everything that nobody else does. Everything. Yeah. So he cleans up. He does all Is that. That what stuff. you did, Dota? What's get that? All the garbage points. <laughs> I didn't get the garbage points. No, no, no Steve did. I wasn't tall enough. No, he was the. He's point talking guard. about the guys around the around I was a the shooting basket. guard. What do you mean? I was just dropping fifty five at yeah. Lifetime, John. I don't know. <laughs> I, that's garbage. I don't. Mickey I don't know. Mouse League. No, but when you're paying Chris Paul forty million. More yeah, than I, LeBron James? Right, fuck, what the hell? Go for it, but Capella. Go for it, 20, 25. Go for it, 40. Isn't 40 that the up. problem, though, with, that, with Houston? They can't get guys like like Chris Paul to – like they just they just give them the money. They just give them the max. They don't say, hey, help us out here so we can go get you a couple of guys. Like, do you want to win or not? All right? I know Houston thinks, and they're – Well, if they make – they're, they're, like, they're His agent's job is to, to work with their GM and find out how to make it work. That's what they're talking about, how we make this work. Right. I mean, who knows how how the contract is based and what they can do with someone else's contract and stretch it and do all these things. You know, there's always there's all different kind of mathematical equations that they can come up with later, right? But um, I, it, it's just it's relevant to what the team and the owners. How much money does the owner have, and how much he, they got so many different businesses, and and they could say, listen, that's okay. I'll take a, a more a, a few million dollar loss there to keep that guy because I want to win because that billionaire who owns the team. Right, you know, it's okay if he doesn't make a few extra million dollars a year. That's how the owners, probably, some of them, look at it. Right? It's yeah, not every owner because yeah. not every owner is a billionaire who owns the team. There's a, the majority owners, there's minority owners. I mean, they're not all billionaires, but some of them have that luxury to take the, and pay the luxury tax. Well, and some or of to those not guys. pay the luxury tax. Like they don't care about fifty million. They're billionaires. They're making millions as we talk. Right? Yeah. So Spe- it's speaking different. of that, I heard that the Oklahoma City Thunder is owned by like. Seven billionaires, or six, or seven, or something like that. Like, like a majority. It would surprise me. And they couldn't keep all their, their no, stars well, that they had before with well, with, with Durant and everybody. Well, you everybody have to realize you have to realize like seven billionaires. It's not but, just but the money have, thing. Yeah, though. but you have to realize when they were in that that point, like they just kind of all of a sudden came out of the scene, exploded one year, and then all of a sudden they're in the finals with those three guys. You had guys leaving to go get more money with other teams because they want to be the guy. Uh, like, how is James Harden going to fit on that team with with Russell Westbrook and and Kevin Durant? He had to go yeah, be they, he had they to, wanted to go. he had to go be his own man yeah. somewhere. Even yeah. if you pay him though, like but you, Paul yeah, George, yeah. But you, they, they know, couldn't that, pay him two hundred million dollars exactly, like Houston did. At that, plus, at that time, they were, but the money wasn't as big as it is now. Plus, he didn't have the opportunity to shine like he wanted to shine exactly in, in Oklahoma City. You didn't you knew he was a good player, but you didn't know he was going to be like right. like that. Right. Well, and and think about this. James Harden as the third option on Oklahoma City Thunder is not getting a two hundred million dollar Adidas no. shoe contract no. there. He'll get it as so, as the guy. So in that's Houston. a player move and his agent move saying you got to go here and do this and do that to get that. He's just not the caliber of player that that the Warriors are able to attract mm-hmm. who are who will put winning ahead of everything else. So uh, let me ask you this: Does the Capella signing keep 
or make the Rockets relevant in the West? Are oh, they absolutely. are they still a contender? Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Even after losing uh, Trevor Ariza yes. and yeah. Bob Butte, whatever yeah. the fuck you say, however you say yeah. that. I mean, yeah. yeah they were good players, but, but yeah. I don't think that's gonna hurt them. You're only saying that because you know they're about to get mellow, right? Oh, oh. man. God, that's <laughs> gonna take him right over the top. <laughs> So, oh geez, you know dude. it's amazing. Vegas. How, how does this guy make out with this contract? Like he's getting paid. Is he still getting paid by the Knicks? <laughs> I, I think no. I, I don't think that that I, transferred over to OKC. I think yeah. so. The OKC. Yeah. Trades him. Atlanta buys him out. Right. For, for the rights to whatever else the part came with yeah, the trade. Right. So he gets paid for that and then signs a two million dollar deal. Right? Yeah. So or well, he hasn't sign, he hasn't signed yet, yeah, but that's what he'll get. He'll get like two point three million. Can I ask you this? What is he doing? At USA Basketball, do you feel a little awkward? <laughs> can you can you tell me what he's doing there? What he's like the winningest USA basketball player in the history. Is that why Popovich brought him in, or he just does he just show up? I well, they I get had, invited. They I invite. I have my NBA insider on they, the phone right they now. They invite. They invite thirty five. I mean, there's thirty five players there. Like, if you don't know you're making the team, I don't even know how it works. Like, they got to get cut, right? There's twenty well, some players. Well, not they? not all thirty five show up, and then I think they eventually end up I with a twelve man roster. There's like twenty four guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. this is just mini. This is training camp. So, so like, what do you tell the, what do you tell think, those all stars? Like, sorry, man, we're gonna get, you gotta yeah. go home. Yeah, they don't yeah, make I it mean, all. Come on, though, you got guys like. They didn't do that when USA Basketball when Jordan Bird. They picked the team and that was it. Yeah, but this is they, they like they they shoot their load and they you know they they cast a wide net and they right. bring more they guys. They never than did they that need. before. Well, yeah, I mean, and Demarcus. You know what they did? Hurt. No, no, you're He's wrong. No, you know what they used to do? They used to bring in the college kids and play against them. The USA college team. The, 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 they put a team together of all stars and they that's what they practice against. Right, but what they, they, they practice against other NBA players. That's yeah, different. Though. I just don't see how. You well, can, the, like the doesn't level. that doesn't that look like okay? So I'm a Lowry, right? All right, and my agent says, "Yeah, go play there," but you're not sure you're going to be on a team. That's going to hurt your you, you for your contracts. That's going to hurt you for your for your uh, sponsors. Well, for your uh, all that. Well, right? Because you didn't make the you didn't make the USA team. You yeah, ain't that you got great. Steph and Kyrie and all them in front of him. I mean, he knows Steph's that. Steph's not playing. I'm just saying. Durant's listed, not playing. LeBron's listed. not playing. They're all listed though. Yeah, they were all invited. So, so two, 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 two points. I don't on know that. what Durant's there two doing points there, on first that. of all. He should be there. Two points on that. Going back to when when the the Jordan day, the Dream Team days, the level of competition they were playing was probably more like the college level. So they were they were practicing against <laughs> their level of competition. Can you imagine the if game, they brought in Isaiah Thomas, who to play with them and then cut him? Like Isaiah would go oh, off yeah, on yeah, him. Yeah, he would yeah, go yeah. off on Chris Mullen and Stockton. Oh yeah, he would for tore sure. them up. They didn't Absolutely. do that back then. I don't think they yeah. did that the year after or the four years but after and the four years after that. I don't think they did that last year. We got to look into that. No, they they name so what they do is they name guys for like um they name the guys for like they're on for 3 years. So they're they're invited to the team USA basketball for 3 years. These 35 guys. So just cuz they don't for make For 3 it, years, but there's only one Olympics. It's not just Olympics though cuz they play the world, the world games, games and, and all, all that stuff. So USA basketball they're plays They're invited, but they don't all commit. They don't all commit. That's what I'm saying. They invite 35 guys. Yeah, but I, don't you think by now that they they oh th- okay so they're yeah but they're casting a wide net 35 guys for the next three years and then I, if I a guy doesn't commit this year they're they're still on the team for next year. That, I'm pretty sure that's how it works. Listen, man, you go through your your list and you pick your players. Who's committing? Are you in? I need full commitment. Then you have your second list of guys if they get hurt and right. they come out. I just don't. I mean, I I don't know. I don't see any other way but. It's it's kind of a cut. You're getting cut. I don't think they get, do. Yeah. I obviously don't think they cut him and make it that bad. But you get cut, man. That looks bad to me. Like if you don't make the team, you're not the best. 
Like that's not that those guys think they're the best. They think they're better than those other guys that make the team. Well, this is I'm confused. With this that. is more important than than the All Star game, which which they don't do. You know, they've got their list, and then they go to reserves if a guy's injured or whatever. Yeah, a lot of players will tell you that this is more important to them than win- a gold medal is more important to them than winning an NBA championship. So I think that they take it more seriously. The so maybe guys possibly, yeah. maybe they will be hurt if they get cut cut from this team. It's just crazy to me. And then Melo showing up, I'm just like, man, Melo, I don't know, man. <laughs> you just don't look right there, dude. You ain't giving no insight. No one's listening to you. All right. What do you mean? They they no one's gonna he listen was the to go-to you in your in your, your shuffle shuffle pull up pull up <laughs> fade away. No one's listening to that, bro. They're listening uh, to Hoodie Mello. I don't know, dude. That, that just looked bad to me. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. He's the best best guy to do what he does for a long time in the league. And what is that? Mid range, the mid range game, the, which, the which isolation is, of mid range, which has become, second shot, which has become obsolete in the NBA today. It's so, not the so, mid range. It's the isolation twelve his, second mid range. His well, that's that's his game. That's what he's been amazing at for a majority of his career. Amazing. Come on, that's come a on, stretch. dude. He's he's been <laughs> that's un- a stretch, dude. You're you're only, amazing. No, no, you have a good short shooter. memory. Good, have, I don't have a short memory. Yeah, you do. No, because you're only thinking about what he's done the last two years, where he's where he's. No, I have not. Sucked. Absolutely not. Everything is. You're going to tell me he's not been great at the mid range game the, throughout the course of his career, he's one of the an, best in the game listen, ever. I think he's an overrated scorer. The oh only reason God, they call him a great scorer. Phenomenal. No, the only reason they call because they got nothing else to say he's good at. So they say he puts up numbers. He's a great scorer. He's not a high percentage shooter. He's not efficient, and he's not efficient for your team. On the wing, I saw not anymore. Iso. Not he's anymore. Not. He's not. He hasn't been this whole year. He's in the go- Knicks. He's never won. <laughs> he's going to the best. He's never won. Best. And he's had good teams. He had decent teams. So he's, a, he's not had decent teams. Decent Come on, teams, man. Bro. Chandler, Shumpert, J.R. Smith, Marco's All Star of all All-Star time. All Star J.R. Smith. All, Marco's oh, All Star, number one All Star starter on. of all time. He's never had a great team around him. Best great. Team he's no, ever- no, I didn't say great. He's had good teams to best. be in the playoffs. Yeah, and he's been in the playoffs. Oh, come on, man. He's, he's just, overrated scorer. He's an overrated I don't think he's overrated. Scorer. He's got a good-looking no, jump you, shot. That's you about call, it. You he's can, got a good-looking jumper. You could call him an overrated player. You cannot call him Get an overrated shape, scorer. Dude, Get your fucking ass in shape, dude. You cannot call him an overrated break, scorer. fucking Everybody in your draft is in fucking shape except you. You got that little tummy tuck. It's like just, just get lean, man. Get some push-ups. Get he some curls going, bro. He doesn't need to. And then he wears the pads around his ribs all the time. And he he's looks even bigger, so he's got that weird... Come on, Mello. He's got the hoodie, man. Getting paid by 20 different teams, man. <laughs> do something, man. Some people would say do that's a good business plan. Come off the bench and, and, and do something good, man. No, man. You can't, come you off just, the bench. can't come off the bench. Why? Because he laughed at it? Because you're going to bitch about it. If he comes off the bench, if he comes off the bench and he and he plays his game, you're going to bitch about him coming off no, the bench well, and you, dominating you the you second just, unit. You just did two things. You said if he comes off the bench and if he plays his game. Put him on the bench and be that second-tier guy. You gotta, you gotta make him believe that, and and keep that scoring, and put up those points, whatever for the second guys coming in, or you come in, you come in like how how they use Clay, right? Clay starts the second quarter, he's he's a starter, and everybody else sits down. Right. You just kind of got to do that, you know what I mean? Like bring him in early or something. I don't that's, know, but you th- got to find a way that, to use him because you're that, he's he's he's, that's he's more useless. Coaching. To me. That's more coaching than anything. He's useless. You can, he to can me, start dude. the game and, and be out in four minutes and come back man, and finish the quarter and start know, the man. second. That's it's just it's just bad coaching. I don't know. You might need Dr. Phil Talk to help coach that, dude. Boy, Psychology mellow. on that fucking mellow. <laughs> Rip on my boy. So dribble, 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 fade. Switz. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great feeling, Steve. You just brought ice cold uh, beers. Oh, Steve's here? Uh, well, I just brought oh, you a beer. Fuck. What's up, Steve? <laughs> what the fuck? Steve's in the house. Do you have any expectation of USA basketball just not dominating? 
No, I don't. I just hope it's a little competitive. There's some games that are uh, – Europe's different. Europe's, I, Europe's not 1994. Well, they've gotten better. Uh, you know, they're going to be competitive. I but, don't want to uh, see – I don't want to see them – I don't want to see it be competitive at all. I, I want USA I Basketball I to dominate. I like, don't. like when I watched Dream Team as a kid and they won games by 50 points. That was, yeah. Like, that's what I want to see. I want to see it I did fucking it. crush. No, I, I did. I, I love watching them play Croatia when it was close for a minute. When it was close for a minute, I don't want to watch them play Angola. They're up seventy-five points. I don't I, want to watch that shit. I man. want to see how many they could score, how much on, they could win. I got by. no LeBron. I got no Anthony Davis. He's not playing, right? He was uh, just there too. Again, I don't know what he's doing there. So I got who else is not there? Kyrie's not gonna play. He's hurt. What the hell are you doing there, bro? Go fucking relax and rest. Don't try to tell people how to fucking do a shuffle, dribble, pocket pass. Just fucking, just get the fuck out of there, man. Go hang out for another month. Go fucking somewhere and spend all your money, dude. Don't fucking show up in the gym. All right. Um, I don't know. I, I want to see some kind of a couple competitive games, but um, without those guys, it might be competitive in a couple games. Yeah, I guess if, if like, Lowry has to play and yeah. Mike Conley Jr. And, and, I don't know, Miles and Drummond. Plumley. What the like, fuck? Hey, we got two uh, USA basketball players. I can't fucking stand looking at Drummond, dude. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> I can't stand watching him play. I can't stand him on a USA team. I <laughs> Is it the hairy fuck, shoulders? I don't know if it's the fucking the, the tights he wears. They look funny on him. Um, He's a big boy. Yeah, no, I, 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 just, I just don't like I don't like uh, anything watching him play. I just, I don't know, man. I don't. I just bothers me. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's, he's certainly not flashy. Um, it's not. He doesn't play a sexy game, so I don't know what what his what, what would be appeasing to watch him play. I mean, he's a grab some boards and throw some dunks kind of guy. I mean, he's Blake, just not as good as Blake. Blake. He has no jump shot. <laughs> <So>. Griffin. <laughs> There he is there. He's, He's back. There. All right, Steve. Let's let's bring you let's bring you into the conversation. Oh man, we brought our resident lion slappy so we could talk about lions. I'm surprised you didn't come in your lions gear again, dude. Eh, I just switched that up. You train, getting, I, did you just wash it up? Did you get like a new jersey for the season coming up? No. That's preseason. Like stretch out, put your banners up around your house. <laughs> Not yet. You Not got a yet. flag. You got a lions flag out. Season front. hasn't started yet. <laughs> no? no. All right. So no. training camp. Yes. Underway. It's it's here. Not much to see at training camp other than you see a couple guys do some drills. Patricia looks fucking huge, bro. He is huge. He's he got big bigger, bro. Uh, he got that he's fat contract, bro. Now. He's just Coney crushing dogs chili dogs, bro. He's <laughs> killing chili <laughs> chili fries. <laughs> he's crushing that shit, For dude. sure. He's getting the food. Boy, look big, boy, look big the other day, should, boy. He's eating right. He's eating. We should see uh, if Matt Patricia and Marco's dad go at it. <laughs> 12, 12 fully loaded conies who oh, scarf me out. He got chili all over that beard, bro. Can you see him eating some chili dogs? Oh, yeah. In Detroit? And all and over that, that chili beard. Just Absolutely. all hanging right there on the side. Uh, Absolutely. Oh, boy. Absolutely. That boy getting it. He's getting his, it. His beard is uh, almost in uh, midseason, He's mid-season it, form. Dude. He's getting it. Uh, <laughs> so, I don't know if you um, if you listen to Colin Cowherd or any of the, the other guys. Uh, we, we certainly do. We listen to him in the sport uh, in the sports realm. Um he ranked the Lions as one of his top ten teams for a potential dumpster fire. What the fuck does oh, he know for the year? What does he know? I don't know. I think he knows a lot. <laughs> I think he knows a lot. I no. I just think he's he wants to be one of those smart guys that say something and then if it happens, he's like, "Oh, I told you so." You know? Because I mean, can wh- you blame him though? Well, it's, he it's does the do Lions. what Colin was right and where Colin was wrong. Sometimes he tells you when he was wrong. No, he does. But there's a guy in USA Today that five years in a row have rated or have predicted that the Lions would go under 500, and he was wrong, I think. He's for, probably what, not what working for him. What are we looking here, 9-7 again? Yeah, I'm 10-6. and six, not, Yeah, around 10-6, are you uh, going there? I mean, they have a tough schedule. It is tough this year. So, I mean, 
Could they go eight and eight? They could because they're, they're, <laughs> I mean, no. Listen, because they got a new scheme. I mean, they got new coach, new scheme, new players. Like anything. which is which is a reason a guy like Colin Coward looks at this team and That's says, what I'm "Potential for but dumpster fire." But what's dumpster fire? I mean, what do you consider Foreign dumpster? Fucking okay, that that's never going to well, happen. No, no, no. that's you all. That's so. all. That's all in relation to what? What is your expectation? You bring a big name to Detroit. You just won nine games last year. All right, you had two appearances, two playoff appearances in, in four years with uh, Jim Caldwell. This guy's supposed to take you to the promised land. Yeah, he is, but he's, right? he's changing over. You too. had a decent draft. Yeah, you had a decent yeah. draft. I'm not expecting a promised land. I'm just expecting at least ten wins. Well, I mean, that's, okay, so is that's that an a promised land for us? Too. Is that an, is <laughs> that an accomplishment? Promise land. A big name uh, coach signing that that gets you one more win than Jim Caldwell. But he's also basing it on the disciples of Bill Belichick haven't done well. They haven't. But guess where did they go? They went to the worst Cleveland team, the worst Jets team. Well, those this are the, the jobs best, you get. But this is the best team that one of the one of the assistant coaches has has received the best you know type is of it? team players. Yeah, is it though? I mean, yeah, you got you got a, a pro you know Pro Bowl type quarterback, and you, I mean, I I think it's one of the better teams that one of the disciples have ever had. Do you are do you have any concerns about the NFC North with all the upgrades that? Our division rivals have made. Yeah, I mean, we we played twice. I think without Aaron Rodgers last year. And you so. still think the Lions can win ten games? Yeah, it's not about it's not just about the North. I mean, well, it, that's yeah, it is. We've beaten Chicago. You got to win the division. Nine nine out of ten times we've beaten Chicago. They made upgrades. They're going to be better, but they still have. Um, who's Trubisky? Who the hell is he? He hasn't done shit. Well, he's a rookie. Well, no, not last year. I don't think it was. Well, it was his first. It was his first year getting getting snaps with the team. Oh, whatever. But I don't. What he, happened with Ansa? Oh, he got. Yeah, they. They. I mean, I think he gets they, franchise tagged. I think they did good. He can't stay healthy, well, which I agree. I think they. I, healthy, I think. Dude. I think not giving him a long term yeah. contract was was the right move. Yeah, you can't. The guy's been a beast, but you can't. You can't pay these guys for for as a favor because they've played well for five years. Like you have to look at health, and you have to look at like this team has to get better. And if if Matt Patricia is going to lead the way as a Bill Belichick disciple, wh- who comes from the school of "What have you done for me lately?" Next man up. That's that, that's the opportunity you're creating for the rest of the guys. If anything, that motivates the guys behind Ziggy Ansa to say, "All right, here's my chance to to show my value, show my worth," because this guy might not be here next year. I'm playing for next year's snaps. Yeah, I don't. The thing is, it's got to be mutual. Does he is he going to want to be here? I mean, it was, it was a great move by them because it's a show me year. I mean. When he was healthy, he had 15 sacks. And, you know, last year he had 12. Damn, how's he walk? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, last year he had Sorry, 12. school joke. You know, last year he had 12, but he had a lot of games where it didn't mean nothing, and he had two or three sacks in a game, like the last game of the year. Well, they got to be matter. meaningful. Like, got it. You know, they got to be meaningful, wh- whatever he does. Whatever his stats are, they have to be meaningful. They you just Pat statting doesn't, doesn't fly for – Patricia's going to put Football. him in different positions, though, because now they're going 3-4, and, you know, they're going to be like a 3-3-5. A three, three, you know, they, he's got different styles of defense, and we'll see, you know, we'll see how they all, you know, evolve. And I think Colin's right. I think I think there's there's a very good likelihood with this, with this team to be a dumpster fire because well, it's the expectation. It's listen, the expectation. It, it, it's a, it's a crapshoot. You don't know what you're going to get, I, honestly. It could be 9, it could be 10, it could be 6. Yeah. What six do you know? Is six you got a whole new coach, a brand-new guy. Like you just you don't I, I really don't know what we're gonna get. You know what you're running gonna back. get. You know what you're gonna get. Still don't have a running right. back. Right. You gotta get a running back. But you you don't you know what you're gonna get out of Stafford. 
I don't know how good our offensive line is. That's the thing. It, it's got to be better than last year. It, stuck it has in to. purgatory, he, dude. He's saying that, oh, the offensive line is not good. You don't have a running back. Well, I mean, we got a power back well, He's now. right. We don't. We got LeGarrette Blunt and a power okay. back. Okay, so hopefully our goal line is better. Oh, that our, Blunt guy? Our, that yeah, Blunt guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Fucking guy's 100 years old. <laughs> it doesn't matter. He's better than what we had. We didn't have no power guy a hundred year. A year, 100-year-old guy is better than he's what not, we had. Like, man. fucking Christian Okoye. Okoye. <laughs> Koye, whatever the hell his name is. Christian Okoye is coming back? That's who we got, Christian Okoye. <laughs> Carry on John. I mean, we're hoping on him. So far, uh, you know. That's a great name, by the yeah. way. Carry on Johnson, right? Is yeah. that? Yes, yes. That's awesome. Well, look, if and I've, I've been, I was harping on this all last season. You cannot be successful in the NFL. I know everybody wants to say this is a passing league and it's become a passing league and passing is the future. You still can't win games if you can't run the ball. You're right, and that's why we haven't been successful because we haven't had a running game. Right, so I think that's what dumpster fire potential hinges on. Can oh. this team run the fucking ball? Can they pound it up the middle and get some yards so that Stafford isn't having to throw three and nine, three and eight, third and seven, all that? It's that's yeah. it's a good quarterback, but he just you We're can't put it all on his shoulders. That's the always that's third the and goal. long, that's third and long, and Stafford always goes longer. He <laughs> 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 does. He just ends up going for it, dude. Like yeah. a twenty-yard pass, and stuff, you know what I mean? Or short? Or oh god, I just don't want to see that. It just just reminded me of like, uh, all that shit. I know. It's I'm tough. getting like I'm getting like stressed about it already. Oh, shit. I gotta see a little bit more. I gotta see. I gotta see preseason and see how how preseason means shit, dude. Well, we it's, we it's went four and zero before four and zero. Yeah, in yeah. I'm just saying. I want to see. You know, like you know, there was a, a early conversation in uh, Matt Patricia's tenure at the start that that he may be losing guys because he's. That he's, was some writer just guys. being stupid, man. I'm Let just, him fucking leave. Yeah, no, yeah. There's guys waiting to right. play. I'm just, right. NFL I'm just is different. Saying. You got a bigger roster. You got people that want to play, man. They want to die for this game. That you don't know that. You got to have good recruiters. You got to have people out there looking for these players. If people are fucking bitching and don't want to play, move on. Go find somebody in the practice squad. Go, go take a chance. Make the guys that you hired in the coaching staff and the scouting teams find you players that are going to go out there and kick ass. Like just go, like just do it. That's, I've been seeing comments. That's half the battle. I've been seeing comments on Twitter from people that are training camp. They're like, "Wow, these guys are actually running, and they're got energy, a lot more energy than than a moping coach that just sat there and you know didn't show emotion." You know, so hopefully that translates. Yeah, I hope so. You hope. I mean, it, it, I I've always been been the type who, if I had a coach who was fired up at moments, practice games. It just it lights a fire under your ass. You got a coach who who takes it in stride and just doesn't doesn't get amped up, doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low about moments. It, like how are you supposed to get amped up to play for a guy like that? Right. So I'm hoping that Patricia can kind of change that that culture. But I don't know. I got to see a lot of things from this team before I can get excited about this. I, I know with with Lions slappies that you know hope springs eternal. It's a new season. You yep. never know. New well, am chapter. I a slappy though, nine and seven. I mean, ten, ten, yeah, slappies always put them at at least eight wins. I've never heard a Lions fan say ah uh, seven, six wins, five, four. I've no. never heard a Lions fan say. Maybe you're at ten. You're eight? a ten, eleven guy. I can see it. Say it. I can feel it, dude. Inside your, I can see it in your eyes, bro. You want to say eleven? Don't bring it up. Don't bring it up. Uh, I'm gonna bring it okay, up. Okay, you remember I, when we I, first went through the schedule? But I revised it, and then you I went back and counted. It. You were like, and "Steve was panicking." He's like, "Oh shit, I think I had him at eleven and five. <laughs> and I oh, said, "They went right down the list." Oh, yeah, but man. I said they wouldn't do that though. And then you went back to ten. Stevie's Colin Coward. He's gonna say something, and then when he's when when <laughs> no. you don't when he when it happens. Oh, I told you. <laughs> right. Oh, I yeah. told you. And the only thing. Well, that's... but you also said six, eight, and nine. No, I didn't say six. <laughs> okay. The only thing that scares me is Vegas has him. I think wins at seven and a half over and under. 
And you know they don't. Vegas get, knows, man. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like that's what scares me. But then, then these guys or, like Colin or or Vegas just knows lion slappies and says, if I put this close to eight wins, I'm gonna get a lot of buy-in from those yeah. lions. They're yeah, all yeah, taking yeah. over. Everybody's no, taking right. over. Right <laughs> no, everybody's taking over. So now you got Colin saying, oh, they're gonna be a dumpster fire. So maybe he's just trying to regulate it and trying to bring people to go less and just even. I don't out think the, that's Colin's even out job. The it's not his job. But I'm just saying. I, I'm just trying to make it because I don't. I don't see. So, them going less than eight. So, all right. Well, Stafford going in his tenth season as Detroit Lion. Collins got him ranked as a, as a tier two quarterback, which you have to realize tier two is everybody after Brady, right. Breeze. Right. So he's right. Uh, Rogers. Would, yeah, and Breeze and Breeze. And I mean, Roethlisberger's getting old. I don't. I wouldn't. I don't know if I'd put him in tier he's one. Still but better. He's better. Right now, you think he's better? A career, of course, is better. Yeah, better. still better. Nah. He makes him. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> so then you got you got Stafford at t- tier one. No, but I'm saying after. So what? What after is your tier Brady, one though? What is it? Where's it? Where's the number? Is it like NBA top five? No, it's just you just. Where's know. your tier one? You just it stops by talent. Yeah. Yeah, that's you, good. That's pretty much. It's like those. Like well, everybody I, I, looks. Well, yeah. I go well, Brady Rogers talent. And Breeze. Well, no, Brady Bre- Rogers. Not there, there. I would say Brady Rogers Breeze is probably tier one right there. That's what I would say. That's right. Again, John with the short memory. Mm. Yeah. Guy Breed. throws for like a gazillion yards every year. He throws 57 passes a game. I don't give a shit how many fucking points. <laughs> fucking still, you want him on yards your side. You want him but on I, your side. I, yeah, I but I'm talking about tier two or tier – I think tier one so is you, those two. Is where do you Rogers, have him? Like, they're on a different level. Okay? Them two. That's yeah, it. Yeah. Now but, you got to put – tier. I mean, tier one. You got Brady and Rodgers. That's it, man. That's the talk. Who's better, Brady or Rodgers? It's not who's better, Brady, Rodgers, Breeze. So that's tier one. I'm sorry. If we're not going to go top five versus top ten, I would say then we go tier one. Tier one is two guys. That's I, it. I would say four, though, Like if you can name top no, four. No, man. It's just the two. You would then say tier one is four? I mean, Rodgers and Brady are different well, I just, from everybody. From everybody. That's tier one. Think, yeah, but I know. But I'm saying if you want to extend like Durant, it. I'm saying if you that's like Durant and, and LeBron. LeBron. Yeah. You said Durant first. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. No, never, dude. The Long the live Get out of here. the KD. <laughs> The, the king made fucking KD insecure. <laughs> um, I, I've always had Stafford as a top ten quarterback. Yeah, I think for a, a long time. Yeah, he's a I, top ten. I think he's a top ten quarterback. I think you need a top ten quarterback to win in this league. If we ever have an opportunity to win in this league, Stafford will be. It's, he's what, not the problem though. He's not but the problem. part of the reason is he doesn't have a he doesn't have a playoff win, and that's that's the that's the knock on him that people either either put him. Low end of tier two or, right. or outside of the top ten, and I get it. But he can score twenty four, and they can give up twenty seven, and that's his fault. Then that you know, but nobody says they had a bad defense. They say, oh, Stafford didn't win. It's well, it's, a, it's, it's it's if it's, you watch the games, it's the timing. It's the times that he doesn't make the plays. That's what sets it apart for him. He, there's times where he he's just like comeback player play. every year. Like comeback, he's he brings him. He's got the most comebacks. Well, I listen, think, in, man, when it's a fourth quarter in five minutes and you're down two touchdowns, want, everybody's playing a fucking prevent. Oh, and he and he. So you're gonna get down the fucking field quick because everything in the middle and low short is gonna be open. They drop back, dude. I prevent he, defense. I think he because excels. they know they know they're winding the clock down. They're trying to make you make plays. They're not gonna play up on you and throw eight men on the front. When 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 you're down two touchdowns, we can't run so the he ball. Always coming, yeah, he, he's great at coming so back. They're gonna rush three guys because we but can't run. He's the ball. always coming back, and he's always making plays. That's though. the point. He's always coming back. He's not making plays early. No, his defense is letting him down. His he's not making the plays, man. So sometimes, how many times have you seen Stafford throw that bad interception? 
Not many. Oh, lately. Not all many the lately. time. Throws it in. <laughs> tries to thread the, thread the needle in there and then picked off. And we're coming back. I've seen it all time, man. He's got. It. He's gotten a lot better. He's his his uh, touchdown to interception ratio has gotten a lot better. I don't. I don't think he costs us games. I just don't think he wins us enough games. If that. If that. Obviously can, not like, enough. Like fucking if, if that makes fucking has But I'm great. just saying, all though, the like, comeback wins are he, from him. He all can, the comeback wins. He can make plays. The part of the problem is why does it have to. Wait until that last, like, you know, you you get the opportunity where, you know, you could be punching it down the field, or you could you could go up fourteen nothing, twenty one nothing, and then it'll it'll be that overthrown pass or that that pass that just gets well, thrown. He's not perfect. Too I mean, too no, hard. I'm not, happen, I'm not asking him to be perfect. But it's gonna happen. Those things are gonna happen. Like I, like look, like the playoff game in Dallas, they were ahead. That non-pass interference call. What did the defense do? They let them Tony, uh, Tony Romo drive down, drive down, and score. Like, why can't they stop him and win that game? Like, I mean, things like that. I mean, that's just a little example, one example. Yeah, I just I, look, and I have no, I don't have a lot of complaints about Matt Stafford. I think, I think he's good enough to lead this team. He just, you got to get playoff wins. Yeah, that's, that's what he's going to get judged by at the end of his career. If he had a successful career or not, he makes a boatload of money. Right. And That's... and QB is the most thankless job in any sport. All right, if you win, congratulations, you did a great job. If you lose, it's your fault. So you get all the credit when you have success. You get all the blame when right. you don't. Right. And nobody's sitting there saying, besides hardcore Lions fans, that his defense isn't isn't helping him win games. Well, making excuses for him. I mean, that's true, just, though. But you it's, can't I mean, make excuses for him. Like, so that's, if your defense gives up thirty four, you got to score thirty eight. I mean, that. I mean, yeah, no, you that's can't. your job. I mean, as the quarterback, you're leading the offense. I understand, but that's the just winner. Not, you win the game by scoring more points than the other yeah, team. I don't know if you ever heard that from no, John Madden. You, no, you're supposed to stop this. <laughs> you're supposed to stop this. Ninety eight Madden. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean whatever. You're, you're right, but people don't see that with a lack of running game and a lack of defense, like. He's got to do everything. I, I will you say. I will say this. He's done a lot for this team without no, having a running game. He's never had a running. game. That's the only game. position that we've gotten right in the last ten years. Is, yeah, is our, is and our people bitched about okay. that when when they made that. But we're, we're looking for ways to get we're better. We're it. looking for. Yeah, we're wasting it. Yeah, I feel bad. But I mean, he's getting paid, so we're not really wasting it. But it's it's, it's the I'm, I'm with you, Steve, a little bit, man. It's defense. In the NFL, I feel wins championships, man. I mean, you can you got to have stops. You got to make stops, man. I mean, absolutely. Look at the Seahawks. Russell Wilson's a good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback, okay? But their defense is so good. They used to be. Yeah, what right. happened I, last year? No, I know, but I'm talking about when they were winning. And right. Oh yeah, oh, for it sure. was all known as a defensive team, right? And Baltimore. They, oh, yeah, he was throwing for 225 yards, two touchdowns, that, an interception, and they win. Yep. Because the defense makes stops, it makes interceptions, it makes makes plays. You just need a couple of those big plays from the defense. I'm with you on the defense. That's how football is, man. It's a complete team game and positions and special teams and coaching. It's just you, it's not like basketball. You can ride a guy to the finals. You can't do that in football, man. New, no, New England, can't. New England is no, an exception because they have Tom Brady. Well, but you know? they've they've had they have guys. A running game. But they've had they guys. They threw for five hundred some yards in the Super Bowl and lost. Right, but because <laughs> their amazing. defense gave up and they, they sat their well, best, right. one of their best you cornerbacks. Could, you could, they sat down kill it, for whatever and you reason. You can still lose because you don't make the stop. That's still a, well. You know. It comes down to making plays. Whether you make them on offense or defense, I think that's, I think that's a mute point. Actually, I, I think it it as you have to make plays. Bottom line, whether you're making them. On offense or defense, and you lose the game, like like you said. There's so many crucial plays throughout a football game. Absolutely, that happened third and long, thirty seconds or a minute left in the half at the thirty yard line, 
and you don't make that that stop and they get yeah. a first down and they get a field goal or they get a touchdown right before yeah. the half. Those are the plays that win the game. Right? Absolutely. That, those are yeah. those little things yeah. that win the game that you didn't make those plays on defense or on offense or whatever it is. Or special right. teams. I mean right. your punter kicks it out of bounds, you know, and you could have had thirty yards difference. Yeah. Like that that I mean yeah. that helps. Well those are the, the, the plays that you need your, your your guys to focus the most. And it's probably when they're focusing the least, at least in our case, because they're gassed. You know they've been playing, they've been up and down the field all game, and they they don't make those stops, and that's that's where you pay the price. So we'll see. I mean, look, um, Lions is always a talker in this town, and we'll be talking about them from now until hopefully February. Yeah, if they make the Super Bowl, <laughs> Super I'll be, Bowl, I'll be the happiest skate on the block. <laughs> so what do you got him at? What's the record? Uh, I mean, I didn't look at it really. After commit, after. <laughs> fucking commit, I, bro. I, 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 I gotta. I What's gotta, a record? You love these guys. I'll tell you next week. I don't, Fuck I, God, I mean, man. I, I, right now I got them at nine and seven, but I don't know. I haven't really in, in depth looked at everything because they got a hard schedule. All right, I'll let mm-hmm. you slide on that. We'll bring you back next week and let you. Nine so and seven with that this. schedule, I think would get them in the playoffs. Oof. I mean, Minas- that'd be tough. Minnesota got strong, you know. With, yeah. With, you know, Chicago's better. Uh, Green Bay's defense sucks, I think, but we'll see. They they got the second best quarterback in yeah, the league. Yeah, that that helps. That that definitely helps. Uh, some Tigers fans are happy. Two inductees in the uh, Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. Is your dad happy? No, my dad. I didn't talk to him yet, but you're older than us, so you 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 see. <laughs> that's well, that's was when young. I actually watched baseball. Uh, was four years old. I remember. I remember. Tram- when, and Jack I remember when they won the World Series. I vaguely 84. remember. I mean, I remember. You were but, much younger than me. You're a year and a half younger. What than do you me. mean? It was eighty four. How old was I? Older, I know. I, I know. I was fucking seven. I was fucking three. <laughs> you were three. You were fucking six. <laughs> what do you mean? I, what do you, mean? you were playing with your sister's Barbies, bro. <laughs> oh, While I was watching man. the World Series, I with, vaguely with Uncle remember Pete. it. While I was watching with, with Sierra's Uncle Pete and Dad, like, did, he, did he disappear in the seventh inning? Uh, oh <laughs> man, seventh inning stretch. He was gone. He was playing with Cabbage Patch Kids with Sophia in the corner. <laughs> fucking guy over here. Wearing his blue turtleneck with oh, three vests on because his mom thought he would get sick. Hey man, I was sick when I was kid. <laughs> um, so the 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 Hall of Fame has been a little bit controversial, especially with these two Tigers. So and 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 I know Tigers fans are happy because they've been fighting for these guys, Trammell, Jack Morris. Um, you know the writers get the first crack at it. They only get so many chances to get in. They 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 never made the cut. And this is one thing I think baseball actually gets right is baseball then goes in. And corrects this yeah. this problem That's because good. too often I think you get writers writers who, are sensitive writers are sensitive to that stuff they're they're not I don't think they're they they can't possibly pay attention to to thirty plus teams in the majors right. like they can't give you an honest vote year after year after year yeah. it's just it, it just is this the last can't. time they had the eligibility this was it oh, this was man. it so it took it took major league baseball to go in and said okay these guys missed the cut these guys deserve to be in and and they're finally in. Um, I'm with Jack Morris on this because both of these guys, their stats don't don't stack up as Hall of Fame guys. When you look at their numbers and stack them up to, to right. the other guys, they're not quite there. But the point Jack Morris made is, look, fuck the numbers. Fuck the stats. If you can go back into that decade of sports, of, of that sport, and if you can't tell the story of that decade without those two guys, then those guys need to be in the fucking Hall of Fame. Hall of Famers, I think, go back to what we've talked about, the the like the Jordan-Goat conversation. It's more than numbers. Stats 
Don't live up to that. Yeah, but you you gotta have good stats though. You gotta have. I don't know about the Trammel one, man. I'm gonna people are gonna get mad at me or something like that. But I don't know if he's a Hall of Fame type of player, man. I I just don't don't know, know. man. He was a good shortstop, but I don't know, man. Hall of Fame. Listen, his numbers are weak, dude. I've never been a numbers guy, and and there are guys who make a career out of out of doing numbers, like Nick Wright, who's on TV, but. You know, and I can't speak for guys that I didn't watch playing Listen. growing up. Like I was, I was too young Listen, to watch C. Alan C. Tramble. Listen, Cece. But, <laughs> Listen, but Listen. numbers, numbers, like numbers do lie. I know the saying is numbers don't lie, but numbers do lie. So you can't make your argument solely based on numbers. I think the numbers are a weak argument, and this is why I like where the MLB can go in and say, "Look, the writers got this one wrong. These two guys deserve to go in, and I think they deserve. I think they both deserve to be in there." I, I, I mean, I, I think Jack Morris does because he won in Minnesota, right, also? Fourth four time, I think. Yeah, I mean, he, he deserves it. Trammell, not so much. Kurt Gibson said something about Why can't you put in Lou Whitaker? When, when, I Lou. Think, when I think of Alan Trammell, you Sweet have to Lou. think can Lou you Whitaker. Name, can you name yeah. the starting lineup it's for it's the World Series? It's almost like you got to go both, can you right? Name, can either of you name the starting lineup for the World Series champions? I can do most of them. Don't, don't, don't interrupt. Can you? Can you? No, go ahead. Okay. Can you or no? Are you, bail, are you bailing? No, no, I can't. I, I can't. I can't. Lance Parrish. Okay. Okay. Uh, Jack Morris, obviously, started. All right. Uh, first base was um, Evans. Can you say his whole name? Uh, Daryl Evans. Yeah. Okay. Then Lou and, and Alan. Trail. Okay. Um, uh, Brookins. Yeah. Chet Lemon. Herndon. Yeah. And I don't know who the other guy was. Castillo? No. I don't know who the left le- field? Yeah, I don't know who that was. You're I mean, I probably right. do. Who the fuck was in left field? Yeah, I can't. That's the <laughs> only you can't one. either. I can't. I'm that's, right there with him. I just lost it. Left. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Matt Noakes? No, he was a catcher, man. He's a backup catcher for yeah. Lance Parrish. <laughs> he came in after. Yeah, I, I don't know who the left fielder was. Who the fuck was Somebody the left Google fielder? Somebody Google it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm anyway, sure. Kurt Gibson said. Who's a relief pitcher? Best one ever. Um, he should be in the fucking Hall of Fame. Uh, <laughs> Say it. Um... Guillermo he, Hernandez. I knew it started with a G. I could. He was our closer, name. not yeah. relief pitcher. He was our closer. Yeah. Guillermo, uh, Willie Hernandez, dude. Yeah, Willie Hernandez. Yeah, but um, no, I heard uh, Kurt Gibson say something about Jack Morris. He said, Pat he, Sheridan, <laughs> center field, Chet Lemon, left field. No man, right field, Chet Lemon. No, Larry Herndon, left. Please Google it. And fucking I, my phone's recording. Pat Sheridan, <laughs> Pat Sheridan, center field. No, Chet Lemon was center field, dummy. Pat Sheridan was left field then. <laughs> Uh, I don't think Pat Sheridan even fucking. Pat like Sheridan, th- you don't even know who fuck Pat Sheridan I thought he is. Was my third grade I'm teacher. I'm the fucking. Uh, I'm the fucking tiger guy over here. Okay, we'll see. Should we call Mark? No, Mark don't know. Call fucking half the players that we just fucking picked. No, Mark would have never got those. He don't fucking well, know that Tommy Brookins played current third base. He knows current MLB. He knows. He got know. you. To, he, he, I don't know. he would get you all the way to fucking trammel and stop. I don't know. I He'll get you, you to trammel and stop. I bet you. You don't know Tommy. I bet you a case of summer ale. Mark would have known that. Tommy Brookins. You would have no way. No way. Who's in left field? No way. Hold on, let me look. Man. <laughs> anyway, what I was trying to say, uh, Kurt Gibson uh, said, uh, "I mean, was Gib- <laughs> that Gibson was talking about that's that's about about, that's Morris. our answer, isn't it?" Um, oh and, my God, yeah. Kurt Gibson! <laughs> what the fuck? Our best fucking player! Wow, wow dude, <laughs> Kurt Gibson! I said it three times. Before oh my God, it. we're so mad, dude! <laughs> I think uh, Herndon. Let's get was back there. to NBA basketball. Hold on, for real. <laughs> get his quote. For real. Anyway, Sheridan he said, came in, I think, after. Read, he read said, the quote. Jack Morris was the best closer he's ever seen. That right, means because he's pitched a lot seventh, of complete games. Seventh inning on, he said he did not want to get out of that game, and he was. you knew we were going to win the game when he was in that game. 
Well, you could do that back then. Right. Guys actually, actually wanted to pitch the whole fucking game. 120 pitches back then. Oh yeah, God. they fucking killed it. Nolan Ryan. I can't believe we missed fucking. They pitched like back-to-back games. Wow, we missed fucking Alan Tra- <laughs> or fucking Kirk Gibson. That's when baseball was actually was was good. I like I like that. Baseball era. was great then. When that when, was when it was America's pastime. That's when it was yeah, fucking that's, great. Dude. That's that's when it. When that's it when made I its love watching baseball. This. Like my uncles and my dad and everybody was into it, man. Well, I was in when a, you get like Boulder Albanians into fucking baseball, like that. That means that's <laughs> shit. That sports <laughs> fucking. Oh, my great. dad listens well, to an experience. every game. Oh my god, he has the headphones dude, on. We, remember, you used to listen. It's delayed. It's delayed. So your dad goes to the games and still listens on yeah, headphones, right? It's delayed. That's awesome. And it's fucking delayed. So you're all off. You're all fucked up. He's still he's still waiting for the call on the radio. Yeah, he don't even want to look up. We're all fucking cheering, and he's still waiting for the call on the radio. Oh, I'll tell you what, the radio call is so much better than the TV call. It is. The radio call in baseball is is, is second to none. Well, they, we've had great announcers, too, with Ernie. And oh, when you yeah, want to listen Dan, to Ernie, Dan Dickens you actually man. turned the fucking volume down on your TV on that big-ass box TV you had in the 80s, right? That big-ass fucking mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. And you put on your radio. We had this like AM fucking receiver uncle and, and our, our grandpa had. Oh, the brown I remember one? that brown, the brown one. one? The little, oh. It was like you had to like tune it. And it was like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then you heard fucking Ernie. And when you caught Ernie's voice, dude, was... you fall asleep to Ernie's voice. Oh, yeah. Like you yeah. slid down on that plastic covered couch, bro, when it's 100 degrees outside and no <laughs> air conditioning and the fan's going. <laughs> and you got Ernie's fucking voice and pass on. Remember pass, the channel pass, channel 18 on Comcast? Yeah. <laughs> Black and white. And, I just and remember you just watch that, and that was that was it, dude. Oh, that was man. it. Ernie's and I go voice. steal my uncle Vassal's uh, uh, change bin and go buy some slices of pizza at Little Caesars. <laughs> <laughs> Ernie's uh, voice. Good old Ernie's days. Voice that's fast time, though. That's what that baseball was, that's, was, though, Well, it was man. an experience, you see right? I just painted You've right got there? memories like, tied that was to what, those. Like, we look forward to, man. The littlest things, the smallest things made the biggest biggest difference, man. Made it, they were awesome, dude. Because our, we were looking at our parents, and I was looking at my dad. Not my mom, but my dad, my uncle's like, well, watching the World Series, watching. Well, we gotta be in. We gotta be into this. Honestly, that's right. what that's who got us involved in sports. Without getting us involved in sports, like yeah. I get my kids physically involved in leagues and teams and tournaments and all this stuff. Back then, us getting involved in sports was just watching our uncles and my dad and everybody pay attention to sports and right. watch it. So then we went outside and played catch in the back or, or down the street and kicked field goals into the tree because you know we saw we watched the Lions or basketball in a, in a, in a winter between the half times because we ran outside and shoveled the snow by the thing and then just play because yeah. we love it. That's, but that's, that's, that's long that's due, gone. That's due that's to our, our uncles, my uncles and my dad, honestly, because yeah. well, they were interested in it. Well, like you said, it, it's like you paint those experiences around it, right? Those are your memories. Yeah. And it's just that's that's what sports is supposed to be. Yeah. And that's why I get so annoyed when it's all these all the drama and the and the circus and the sideshow with all that's what it's know, become the, though. That's what's it's, been fun. It's that's, just, that's you gotta make that funny. Much. Like it's it's not fun, it's funny now. I guess it's like funny to talk about it. Like look I at guess. this guy, insecure fuck. He's a fucking phenomenal player, gazillionaire, fucking awesome talent. And, and then he's so super insecure and then he won't let it go. It's like you just like he's so not aware of that. Yeah. Like Durant I'm talking about. You know, mm-hmm. but God, how silky is his jumper in those fucking videos you watch? Switch. Do you see how it goes in? It's beautiful when they do those drills and then the other players shoot and then he shoots. <laughs> it's beautiful. It's coming down and it's just tickling the net, man. <laughs> that is pure. I pay attention. That's how I, I know who's a good shooter. Yeah, how yeah. it goes in the rim, not that it's going in. Westbrook's right. goes da, da, back rim bump. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Durant's is just soft, man. It's just so silky, man. It's pretty. It's just so it's nice to watch. It is fun to watch. We are Just we are to watching. Stay off Twitter, dude. <laughs> Fucking stay off it, man. <laughs> he he has he has trouble with that. Final thoughts, guys, before we sign off. 
Final thoughts is, man, uh, I'm having fun with my son playing golf. It's phenomenal. It's a great life experience. I'm spending so much time with him that I don't have any friends. <laughs> He's my friend. He's my. It's a cool thing. That's like, a, which sometimes is awesome. I'm like, I look at my wife. I'm like, it's kind of sad. Like, I, 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 I don't want to. I don't want to do anything but just hang out with him. Like, this game of golf has brought me to uh, this different level of appreciation for the game that I'm almost like forgetting. My game is getting worse, and I don't even want to work on it because I'm just spending so much time on working on it with him, and it's so fun. Every aspect from learning to communication to he's meeting friends, man. Like today, this morning, we went to the range at 10 o'clock, and it was busy. Everybody's hitting balls. We're working, and then he's like, he's done. He's I got I made him hit like five baskets of balls or whatever. <laughs> so I'm like, he's like, Dad, I'm done. I'm like, all right, man, I'm going to start hitting my balls now. So he goes, and I see he's, I'm going to go putt. He goes on a putting green, and all of a sudden he sees the kid, and I look back, and he's, he's hanging out with the kid. <laughs> I'm like, my son just makes friends with everybody on a golf course. He's like, like Mark. He's just stuck, like, let's, and he's playing a competition. Then he wants to play the kid. He's like, play this game, Dad. We play this game. It's like you play every hole and you putt and this and that. And I'm like, uh, wow, dude. I'm like, just looking at him, and I'm just like, this is golf is doing this to him. It's the game yeah. of the sport. I've never seen this happen in any sport to any kid. For me, uh, the game of golf, how your communication, it's like I said this earlier to you, daughter, that it's ageless. It's just unbelievable, man. It's unbelievable. It's a perfect way to put it. I love that. I, I'm like, my son is – is uh, a year and a half. He's about to be two years in, in a couple months, and um, he's at that phase. He's just – it's a really fun age right now. Yeah, I saw like, you guys were on, on Instagram, Andrea's Instagram. You yeah, yeah. Just, I saw you mumble – I saw you lip-syncing yeah, in the background. He was, he was, <laughs> he was <laughs> saying what he was going to say. He, he was talking so much, and Dota's yeah. in the background. I could see him, like, lip-syncing everything. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm just like, like – Look at Dota back there, bro. <laughs> just lip-syncing and teaching him. Frank would have seen that. He would have pointed that out. Oh, right it's just so much fun, man. Like, he's a, he's a sponge right now. He repeats everything, so we're trying to watch what we're saying. It's, yeah. Like, he just picks it up and uh, – He's so damn cute, man. He's uh, – thank you. He's, uh, he's just a lot of fun right now, and I think he knows it. I think he knows he's funny. Like, I think he plays to the crowd, and, like, yeah. of course, like, everywhere we go, you know, people are just like, oh, I want to talk to Ro-. – like, they don't even care about us anymore. Yeah, no, yeah. Nobody well, calls to see I how we're doing I'm here. I'm like, where's Roman at, man? Where's that cool dude at, Did you dude? see him on the way in? No, he was eating. I didn't want to bother him. <laughs> <laughs> it's bedtime. We got to get to yeah. bed. We got to put this show to bed. So we're going to sign off here. want to thank you all for listening. I uh, want to let you know there is an imposter podcast out there called Out of Bounds Detroit. And you might be confused, but don't be. It would be a travesty if you told your friends about this show and they listened to the wrong one and they'd be like, those guys fucking suck. Right. I'm not calling on any other podcast, but I want to let you know we are Out of Bounds, O-U-T-T-A, B-O-U-N-D-S. Just share our link right from your podcast page or send them to our And if you don't hear page. me on the fucking show, you might as well just fucking hang up and try again. <laughs> All right? Yeah, you're probably right. That's what right. I got to say. You're probably right. So give us a, a rating. Give us a share. Give us a review. We're happy to read all that stuff, and uh, and we just enjoy doing this. So thank you for listening, and uh, hope you have a great week.